My name is John. I'm 28. I grew up uh, around the Toledo, Ohio area. So grew up in the Midwest and I've lived in LA for about four years. I'm an artist. I write and I do character work. My dating life has been pretty much a disaster of like one night stands and no second dates in Los Angeles. It's pretty hard to date out here, you know. I would like somebody who just kind of keeps me evolving as a person while always like making me improve and like spotting my weaknesses and flaws. The dating scene is brutal. People get hurt, confused, and ghosted. Add a pandemic into the mix and it's even worse. Luckily, we're here to help. Hey everyone, I'm Tara Michelle, your host. Welcome to Blind Dating, a Spotify original from Parcast. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. All right, let's bring in our main dater, John. What's going on, John? Oh, not much. Just uh, hanging out on April Fool's Day, you know. You, wanna, yeah. <laughs> you excited to be here? I am very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. All right, well, let me tell you how this is going to go down. You're going to go on some virtual dates. Cameras will be off until after you've made your choice. You're going purely off their personality and not their looks. How do you feel about that? That's pretty exciting. I think uh, that's something that should be done more often. I agree. Let's give this a try. All right. All right, well, let's meet these awesome matches. First up is Tiffany. How's it going, Tiffany? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited, and it's going very well. Thank you so much for asking. Glad to hear it. Well, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure, sure. Hi, my name is Tiffany. I go by the name of Hot Kitty Cat. I am 30 years old in the Los Angeles area. I am the very successful, productive uh, business owner, entrepreneur. I own my own company called Elite Music Promotions, and um, it does PR and publicity. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Um, I'm looking for someone that has a good head on his shoulder, someone that is Amazing to be around, that we can figure things out together. You know, someone that's also loyal because I'm a very loyal and honest person. Love it. Well, we're so excited to have you here today, Tiffany. Thank you. Next up is Sydney. What's going on, Sydney? Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm very excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Uh, let's hear a little bit about yourself. So I am an East Coast girl, born and raised from Philadelphia, came up to Los Angeles about three and a half years ago to pursue a career in everything in Hollywood, from production to acting. I now currently write for an online magazine, which I do freelance for. It's called Celeb. And what I am looking for in a partner is someone who loves to travel, loves sports, is a big foodie, loves hanging out with family and friends, and is down for any kind of adventure. Also, I would like a partnership in somebody, not somebody who wears the pants, because I believe a relationship is team building, not who wears the pants. I don't believe in that. Right there with you, girl. What are you feeling so far, John? Uh, this is pretty fun so far. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, Sydney and Tiffany are both really, seem really, really cool, so. Absolutely. Well, let's not waste any more time and let's get on to the dates. 
All right, everyone, it's time for the group date. We're gonna play truth or dare. We're gonna go around the room twice. You'll have your pick of either truth or dare, but you gotta commit to it. So here we go. Tiffany, truth or dare? Uh, truth. Okay, when was the last time you lied? Ooh, I would say three months ago. Wait, what was it? You know specifically three months. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. My mom is very, like, you know, sometimes my mom gets nosy. And I had came in late from, you know, I was supposed to see my mom and stuff. And I lied to her about where I was at. Because I was like, I didn't want her to be all panicking and stuff. You know, like, oh, you don't know those people. Why were you? <laughs> like, you know, so. Yeah, sometimes easier to just not get into it. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, mom, now uh, let me <laughs> not give you the truth, but <laughs> simulate it <laughs> For sure. Okay, Sydney, truth or dare? Oh, this is a hard one, especially because I love playing truth or dare with my friends. So I'm going to have to go with dare. Ooh, okay. Show us your secret talent. I guess a talent of mine would be experimenting with recipes because I love to cook. I love taking chances. And this is actually funny. Um, I made a strawberry cake with strawberries inside and strawberries on top for a family dinner uh, last week. And I use coconut milk or some kind of milk instead of like water for the cake. And I was like, okay, I never make milk with cake. So we'll see how it goes. And it ended up being a huge hit that at the end of the night, all the cake was gone. What a nice talent actually to be a good baker. I feel like that is it's something that I don't, I can't do, but I would love to be able to do. <laughs> All right, John, truth or dare? Uh, I'm going to go with truth. Okay. What was the worst date you've ever been on? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> um, I swiped with a person and she seemed pretty cool. She was like, <laughs> she was like 20 years older than me. But like, I was like, uh, you know, like she sees this really good personality and like we meet up and she looked nothing like her pictures. It was like a totally different. It was like like catfishing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just and, we, and she really liked me. And like we had a beer and I just I was so uncomfortable. I had she invited me back to her house and I was just like, no, like we're not doing this. I'm sorry. Like I can't. Like it was so it was one of the most uncomfortable moments in my life. Yeah. That, I can imagine that being really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> not the best. OK, last round. Tiffany, truth or dare? Um, I'm going to go with truth. Okay. What is one thing you wish people knew about you? Huh. Well, just because I'm an entrepreneur, people always see that executive side. I wish they knew how good I am at music because I am actually going to perform at Mayweather's Boxers Fight and nobody knows about it because they think that I'm just an executive. So it's... Look at you, girl. You got the Hannah Montana lifestyle. <laughs> okay, Sydney, truth or dare? Ooh, um, truth. What is the strangest rumor you've ever heard about yourself? Oh, God. Um, I appeared on a show a few years ago, and people were calling me difficult, a pain in the ass. They were calling me a one out of 10, calling me I had no personality. And it really hurt me, and especially because I was doing it for fun. I didn't think people were going to take it seriously. And I actually was having to defend myself on YouTube, saying, look, this is my side. The guy... I wasn't the problem. The guy was. The guy pretty much, you know, slammed me down, talked about himself the entire time, kept trying to question me and challenge me on things that I didn't really want to be challenged on. So so just out of curiosity, would you say you're difficult? Okay. I hate cilantro. That's the one thing a guy needs to know about me. I hate cilantro. I get very sick every time I hate that. I wouldn't consider that difficult. No. <laughs> 
Okay, last but not least, John, truth or dare? I'm gonna go with another truth. I like I like these. Why did your last relationship end? Oh, um, that's a good one. I juicy. Yeah. This was a while ago. It was probably, I, I only, I had like one really, really long-term girlfriend. We dated from like the end of high school um, until like I was 22. One night we were in my apartment and she was like, yeah, if something was wrong, you'd tell me, right? And I looked at her and I was like, maybe this is how I should finally do it. And I did. And I said, I think we should just break up because um, it's not working out. And that was how it ended, but because I wanted to go and do more things and like I wanted to travel and and she was like wanting, wanting to stay in the hometown and never leave and that was what really did it, so. Yeah, I feel like that's super fair. That's That's a very legitimate reason to break up. Yeah. Well, that was definitely fun and very interesting. So let's move on to these one-on-one dates now. All right, Sydney's in the waiting room and it's time for Tiffany and John's one-on-one date. John, this is your chance to see if your values align with Tiffany's. You came prepared with some questions that are important to you for your ideal partner. So go ahead and ask Tiffany those questions. Okay, so uh, Tiffany, are you more interested in personal success or having a long-term partner? Um, I think having a long-term partner to me is a more is a more productive thing for me because it's something that, you know, you want, you want longevity. And I think that you can't have one without the other. I see people that just care about their success and then it's like they let their love life, you know, just go all the way down the drain. And I just would like to have a balance. Um, but to me, having a longevity with a partner is just far more greater than just having personal success. Okay. That's that's a pretty interesting take. I know you're yeah, that's I that's uh, you're absolutely right. I think a lot of times people they put themselves first before like anything and everyone, even sometimes their own family. I had um not and I'm not I'm not like talking bad about my father. I loved him. He was great, but when he was alive, he was very like his career came before like everything, you know, even before he didn't realize it, but he would let it get in the way of like me and him and my brother and stuff. You know, and, and it's good intention. You know, he didn't mean anything by that. Right. I think my dad did that, too, when I think about it. And that's kind of why I see the importance of the balance, because I feel like my dad did that, too. And, he, and it was kind of disappointing to me and my mom because we kind of wanted him around and we would be at like family gatherings and it'd be just me, mom and siblings. And then dad's like, oh, I'm out of town. I got to be here. And it kind of affects, you know, even though sometimes they don't realize it, I think they don't know how it affects the kids and stuff because it's like you want to see both of the parents, you know, at these functions are being together more. And it's just like, you know, you can't have like one without the other. I think personal success is just selfish. Yeah, I mean, he made up for it at times. But the tragedy thing is like, yeah, like you really have good intentions by putting all that stuff first. But at the same time, you know, it can it can really it can really create like a sabot like you know sabotage and like the the relationship yep i agree john you had a second question right and my second question is what is your biggest motive for getting married uh, my biggest motive for having a longtime partner is just that I want to have someone that we share the same values and, and goals and that we can be a support system to each other. Because me, I like to have like team. I'm always pushing for teamwork or, or being, you know, with someone that we can be a team together and support each other. Like 
you know, I don't want to be alone for, you know, the rest of my life, obviously. And to me, having a partner is and being married is definitely essential, you know, for, for a goal or a long-term goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, I look at my brother and my sister-in-law. They have a very strong marriage and they just, they, they move each other along. You know, it's like I yeah. see like this team because I was I was right. kind of pessimistic before I knew my sister-in-law, you know, like because it was like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe maybe, you know, marriage is just not really something people need to do. And then I I go and visit them back in Ohio and it's just like, man, like they are so driven and they are just such a good oh, team. Wow. It's insane. You know, and, he, and he, he's like he's a 10 times much better person than he was before he met her years ago. I always wanted a situation or where I could be with someone that we uplift each other and that, you know, we have good values and morals and we treat each other with respect. And then, you know, because if you have a good partner, I feel like it enhances everything, you know, your business, everything. It's like you can think clear and you can have a clear mind and, you know, you feel good about yourself when you have that lifetime partner that you're with that makes you feel great and you make them feel great. Absolutely. Okay, Tiffany, you're going into the waiting room and we're going to bring in Sydney for her one-on-one date with John. Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right, Sydney, John has some very important questions to see if your values align. Okay, go for it. John, take it away. How are you doing, Sydney? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to get the chance to talk to you, John. So I've got some juicy questions for you. Who is more important, family or a significant other? Family. Okay. So even even like long term wise, like if you were like when that person became your family, like, do you think you'd see them as like an equal to your blood? Uh, yes, because, um, you know, when you're with somebody for a long time and they get well with your family, I think it perfectly matches very well because I would never want to date somebody that puts me against my family. And believe it, I've seen you know, some of my girlfriends, they date someone that um, pretty much pushes them away from their family and I don't want that. So whoever I end up dating has to get along well with my family. I absolutely agree with that. That's cool. Do you want to ask your second question? My second question is, is personal space important to you in a relationship? So like your own your own growth, your own kind of space in regards to your partner? Yes, it is. Even if I'm living with somebody, I feel personal space is important because, you know, you guys don't want to smother each other up all the time. I mean, yes. You want to be with them all the time, but you don't want to be with them actually all the time. There are going to be some nights you want time with your girlfriends or time with your siblings. You know, it's all about boundaries, um, timing with each other and giving each other space to need whenever the other one's overwhelmed or just wants to be alone. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I really like that answer, actually. That's really good. Love it. Okay. And with that, the one-on-one dates are over. Sydney, I'm going to put you back into the waiting room while I chat with John for a minute. All right, John, how are you feeling after asking your questions? Those are pretty cool. I really got a sense of who they were just kind of from, you know, those vague little questions. They were both really, really strong answers. Do you feel like you have a bit of an idea of who you're into? I think so. Yeah. Okay, well, coming up, we'll find out John's choice. Will it be Tiffany or will it be Sydney? The internet. What would we do without it? So much information, so little time. And yet, with all the answers available online, there still lie scores of deep, dark, spooky secrets. 
mysteries yet to be solved until now. This isn't clickbait. This is our exclusive new podcast, Internet Urban Legends. I'm Loie, your evidence expert. And I'm Eleanor, the self-proclaimed skeptic. Together, we're the gruesome twosome, sleuths in search of the weirdest stories on the web. Every Tuesday, we investigate the internet's creepiest conundrums, covering each conspiracy theory and combing through every clue to separate hoax from haunt. Whether it's the video sure to make you lose your appetite, blank room soup, or every kid's worst nightmare, the terrifying truth behind Disney's deaths, or every parent's worst nightmare, social media's Momo challenge. Each episode of Internet Urban Legends is chock full of disturbing details which are either truly demented or ripe for debunking. And no matter our conclusion, we're sure to be left scared half to death. So won't you join us? Follow our new Spotify original from Parcast, Internet Urban Legends. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify. Welcome back. When we left off, John had just had his one-on-one dates with Tiffany and Sydney. We've got everyone back in the room now, and it's time to get down to it. John, which of these two matches are you going to choose? It was really tough because both of you were really, really, really cool. And I had just kind of hearing both of your, especially in the question zone, like just hearing both of your answers, it was really, I wanted to get to know both of you a lot more, but I really had to choose. And I chose to go with Sydney. I know that was tough, but we have our answer. Tiffany, we had so much fun with you today. Could you turn on your camera really quickly so we could say goodbye? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. There she is. Hi. Hi, Tiffany. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to finally see you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting everyone. This was really, really fun. Thanks so much for being here, Tiffany. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate everything. (laughs) So fun having you today. (laughs) Thank you. All right, John, I know that was so hard, but it's just us in here now. Paint us a little picture. What did Tiffany look like? She had curly hair. She was um, she had really good eyes, just kind of like um, very childlike in a good way, just very honest. I could tell she was a real, you know, passionate artist just by, you know, just by looking at her. For sure. Oh, yeah. She has everything going for her. I can't wait to see her thrive. <laughs> but be honest with us. Were you physically into Tiffany? You know, I thought she was she was a cute girl. You know, she just wasn't really my type, you know, not something I would, you know, not, not that I, who I would choose from the from the sea. Yeah, that's totally fair. Everyone has different tastes, you know, nothing wrong with that. Are you excited to see what Sydney looks like, though? I am very excited because that's who I chose. And yeah, you know, that's the, <laughs> that's a bigger deal. So. All right. Well, then enough of this talking. Let's bring her back so you can see her. OK. Hey, Sydney. Hi. The time is finally here. You guys are going to turn your cameras on so you can see each other for the first time. Here we go. On one, three, two, one. Hey, John. Hey, Sydney. Nice to finally meet you. Nice to finally meet you, too. I had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, it was awesome. You said you're in L.A., right? Yeah, I love it. Um, I recognize a lot of things from TV shows. It's funny. I was watching Desperate Housewives. and I was like, oh, my God, I've gone doing it from there. All right. Well, I've still got some questions for you both. So we're going to chat separately a little bit more. Um, Sydney, I'm sorry. You're going to go back into the waiting room. Dang. 
So John, we've put Sydney into the waiting room and we want to hear your honest thoughts. What do you think of Sydney now that you've seen her? I think she's really cute. I, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I, not only did I choose good off the personality, but she's also cute in real life, so. Well, look at that. <laughs> uh, do you mind describing her physically for us and everyone listening at home? She had kind of like a reddish hair, which was a like, you know, it was like an auburn kind of fall color, which I, I really dug. And um, yeah, just a really, really, she has this really intelligent face about her. You know, she, you can tell she's like very driven, so. Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna chat with Sydney as well, and we're gonna put you into the waiting room just for a bit, and we'll see you soon. Okay, see you guys. Hey, Sydney, welcome back. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. I'm really glad I got to do this today. So since you've finally seen John, tell us what he looks like physically. Uh, he's got a blend of brown, uh, dirty blonde hair. He seems like he has a really great personality and he seems like a lot of fun. So are you feeling a bit of a vibe here? Like, do you see this maybe as potential? Um, I would like to meet him in person to see how um, coffee is. <laughs> For sure. Okay, well, let's bring John back really quickly because we have one final thing that we have to take care of. All right, we've got everyone back in the room. So this is gonna get a little weird, but we have one more decision to make. And Sydney, this one's on you. I'm just gonna tell it like it is. You can choose to either go on a social distance date with John, or you can choose to be on a future episode of Blind Dating where we'll set you up with two new matches. So what do you think? Um, <laughs> oh boy, I've never, I guess I would like to meet for coffee sometime. Okay, awesome. I love it when it works out. I hope you guys have a lovely coffee date. Are you guys excited? I am excited, yes. I'm excited too. Yay! Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. I can't wait to hear how it turns out. All right. Me too. Thanks for listening to Blind Dating. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of Blind Dating, follow us on Spotify and check out other podcast shows all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Tara Michelle. Tune in next week for a new romance or a total rejection. Want to try your luck at finding your perfect match? Or do you have a single friend looking for love? Just go to parcast.com slash blind dating to submit yourself or nominate someone to be on blind dating. You can also email blind-dating-casting at spotify.com and tell us a little bit about yourself. Can't wait to hear from you and good luck. Blind Dating is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen, sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Juan Borda. It's produced by Kristen Acevedo and John Cohen. It's associate produced by Alex Trickfidatir. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. And I'm your host, Tara Michelle.